News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Why do strangers feel the need to passively aggressively comment through my baby on my abilities as a mum? Those are the words of screenwriter and host of the Basically podcast, Stephanie Preisner, who joins us now. Stephanie, um, explain the phenomenon of, of what you're talking about that that's been happening. <laughs> It's not just strangers either, but it's mostly strangers in my experience. So you're out with your baby and someone comes up to you and they put on this really sweet baby voice and they say like, oh, mommy, I'm so cold. Why don't you have enough clothes on me? Or the baby is crying and someone will say, oh, I'm so hungry. My mommy doesn't feed me at all. Oh, Lord. And it's this baby. So it's these passive aggressive comments done through the baby. And and it's a phenomenon because it happens so much. Like I was at a baby group once and uh, Aurora had kicked off one of her socks. And this person in a coffee shop outside the baby group was like, oh, my mommy won't put two socks on me. Oh, I'm so cold. And I was like, what am I meant to say? Like you can't passive aggressive, you can't passive aggressively like comment back through the baby. So I just said nothing and stared at the baby in hopes that she got the... Pa- the Sorry, I'm know, laughing, pa- Stephanie. The thought that you're going, no, actually I'm warm enough and I've, I'm like to chew my sock. Like you're not quite... Yeah, <laughs> You know, you know. Um, okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you if you don't mind. May I, I, clearly what they're trying to say to you is: Do you think the baby could be hungry? Do you think the baby could be cold? But as you say, they're doing it in a very peculiar way. But is it that people maybe who who are older, perhaps, or who have experience with with raising multiple kids themselves at some point in their lives that that they 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 just want to help and give advice to new mums maybe and, and they're doing it in a ham-fisted way but that the intention is good could could it be that I mean it could be but I think as a mother as a first time mother like all oh, you're on high alert all of the time yeah, looking out for what is wrong with your baby look, trying to respond to the different cries you know that they have to be fed every however many hours you know what's coming up you know their schedule you don't need a stranger telling you that your baby is cold and I don't know why older Irish women in particular are obsessed with babies being warm enough like every it's like I don't know maybe it's a throwback to when I, you know, it was really, really cold and heating was difficult, which I know it is now. But everyone tells me that she needs more clothes on her. But I don't know why they need her to be sweating all of the time. She's fine. She's <laughs> it, not crying. Is She's not there though any, okay, as I say, let's keep going with the devil's advocate. But is there anything to be gained from the experience of, of people who've done it all before though? Is there nothing to be, to be well oh, re- received from, from, from parents who, who've, who've raised families who maybe have a and bear in mind a lot of the older women you're talking about probably they were a lot of them would have been stay at home parents and their whole life would have been dedicated to re- raising their family exclusively and, and they probably feel that they have a wealth of, of knowledge and they, they may well do and also maybe that that I don't even know, but that they that they that they're just trying to share it with somebody and and new mums and I know this as because at one point I was one. It is a tough learning curve for new mums. It's a very steep learning curve, and we absolutely can't do it without the knowledge of what has gone before. But that is knowledge that we seek when we have an issue. We don't need to be given it unsolicited by strangers in the street 
through our babies in 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 an infantilizing voice. We and, just that's just and not. Is helpful. that the key? Is it that 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 if you want advice, you'll you'll look for it, and if you don't look for it, well, then please don't offer it. Is is that the the key? I thing? think that is the key. Yeah, and I think that there are people around the baby who can give. You know, if a mother is say at home and there are people with more experience in the home with her, and she's kind of at her wit's end, going, "I wonder what's wrong." Like I've tried everything. Then you know, but it's very rare that you need to tell a, a mother what is wrong with her baby because generally we know or we will come looking for it. Yeah. So so is that part of it too who who gives the advice like if if it's if it's a granny if it's your mum or your mother-in-law or some relative or somebody that you have a uh, that that isn't basically a random stranger is, is that more welcome and more appropriate than 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 people on the street maybe or in a in a shopping center or a cafe or what have you? Well, sometimes not, though. And the advice changes, you know, like so when my mother had me, the advice was to make put me asleep on my belly. Oh, yeah. Because that's what was safest. And to, you know, if I was upset to, you know, or if, if you wanted me to sleep through the night, put a Liga into my bottle and that would make me sleep through the night. The advice, because of science, has changed. It's now not safe to put a baby sleeping on their stomach. You put them sleeping on their back and you don't give them solids yeah. before 17 weeks, all this kind of stuff. So sometimes the advice is outdated when you're given it through someone yeah, who's you're, been... You're, you're, I'm a, I think somebody told me at one stage when I had my first child who, who was kind of glued to me for, for about two years. Someone said, oh, you know, do you know the best thing you can do for a crying child? A closed door. And I, I think what they meant is put the baby in a room, close the door and walk away. And I was really shocked and horrified. But I think that might have been the advice when they were raising kids maybe 20 or 30 years earlier. Absolutely. But the science changes and we know we have done studies on, you know, you can't spoil a child. That was a particular, that was one, you know, oh, you've that child spoiled rotten. They'll get used to being picked up. You're like, I want them to get used (laughs) to knowing that I will respond to their needs. Um, So it depends. I don't think it's just about the proximity of relationship. I think it's like, has the mother looked for the advice? Look, Interesting and interesting and I have no doubt lots of people will want to get involved in that conversation. Thank you for speaking to us on all of that this morning. That is a screenwriter and host of the Basically podcast, Stephanie Preisner. Let us know, have you experienced this? Are you a new mum and you find lots of people giving you lots of inverted commas? helpful advice maybe that you don't actually want or are you the person that offers advice because maybe you think ah listen I've, I've seen people out and they clearly are struggling and I, I I could do it with my eyes closed I raised six or whatever it is like let us know what you think about this and is Stephanie right which I suspect she might be is it is it like a case of if, if someone's looking for advice they will ask for it and maybe that's when you give it uh, let us know 53106 at a cost of 30 cent is the text line or WhatsApp us this morning 87 106 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.